Forty miles north of Albuquerque, the tire blew. Lou Cutter fought the abrupt twist of the wheel. The black Ford had been doing sixty-five, but it seemed to move slowly toward the bridge ahead, slanting to the right in spite of Cutter's desperate pull. Then, just short of the bridge, he saw the narrow dirt road dropping sharply off to the right, and he let the wheel turn. The coupe swung down onto the dirt road and pounded to a stop. Cutter sat hunched over the wheel, trembling. He could smell the acrid stench of burned rubber. After a moment, he got out of the car and walked around to the front. The right front tire had been ripped off the rim and shredded. Jesus Christ, he snarled. He turned brooding eyes upward as if looking toward heaven. The dirt road had dipped downward so abruptly that the crest of the highway was out of sight above him and to the north, the direction from which he had come. To his right, it was visible where it crossed the bridge. A blue Buick whined over the bridge, heading north. Cutter wiped sweat off his forehead. Now that the danger of a smash-up was forgotten, mind and body quickly buried the momentary sense of panic, and his thoughts returned to his main problem. Changing the tire would cost him a few minutes, but the knowledge was more irritating than disturbing. A few minutes were nothing to get scared about. Garner's men couldn't know what route he had taken, and they couldn't be very close to him. Cutter glanced at the brown suitcase in the back seat. His wide, thin mouth stretched wider in a smile, more of satisfaction than good humor. There was something deeply satisfying about fifty thousand dollars. Cutter walked around to the trunk and opened it. Reaching for the jack cached next to the spare tire, he saw the New Mexico plates in the trunk and hesitated. The California plates had been used long enough. This was a good time to make the switch. As he picked up the license plates, Cutter heard the approaching hum of another car heading south, rapidly closing in on the bridge. He looked up as the car, a big maroon Packard, hurtled over the bridge. Cutter had only a flashing glimpse of two men in the front seat, both staring straight ahead, and then the car was gone, its powerful hum receding in the distance. Cutter stared after the car, frowning, disturbed by the faint voice of intuition. He shrugged. No point in getting nervous now. They would still be hunting for him in California, or at the closest, Nevada. He dropped the plates on the ground and reached into the trunk for the spare tire.